Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. This is your host, Michael Zuber. This is the show where we interview guests involved in the real estate business, from experts to newbies, wholesalers, flippers, buy and hold, apartments, commercial, notes, hard money, Airbnb, mobile homes. It doesn't matter. If you're involved in the business, we want to talk to you. This show relies on referrals and recommendations from our listeners. If you know someone we should talk to, please make a recommendation. As the author of One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Freedom, I'm dedicated to helping you take your first or your next step on your real estate journey. But I need your help. We need to spread the message of One Rental at a Time Works. Please share this podcast, my YouTube channel, and of course, my book, all called One Rental at a Time. Thanks, and let's start the show. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. I'm good. I have a really exciting show for you today. I have a relatively new wholesaler uh, just since January, so by my count, that's five months. Uh, he's in the state of Mississippi, and he is crushing it. Uh, by my count, he's done 14 deals already, so I thought we would welcome Sean to the show and really figure out what's, what's making his systems work and processes and, and just really motivate all of you to understand what you could do. So how are you doing today, Sean O'Rourke? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Do me a quick favor. Let's introduce the world to who Sean is, where you are, what you've been doing, all that stuff. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm just a, a regular guy. Um, I found out about wholesaling the middle of last year. Um, I'm, I currently work full time. I'm production manager at a plant here in Tupelo. Um, I have four kids. Um, I have a wife that's in ministry. She's a children's minister. So she never, her job never ends. And, um, you know, so we, we, we really kind of fell into this. Um, I started by flip. So, uh, my, a friend of mine started a flip and he asked me, he said, Sean, do you think you can manage the flip if I put up all the money? I said, sure. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> um, I've built a couple of houses for myself, so I kind of knew the process. And, um, and so we, we started the flip process. Well, I quickly realized that, uh, that contractors are a headache and I was like, <laughs> got to be something easier than this uh dealing with these contractors so i so what i did is um i started looking and researching trying to figure out you know what what the what's easier what the process is as far as what can make my life easier and and uh the things that i do and and i and i fell into wholesale and i started looking at some videos and and really went to youtube university and went through that process of learning um, and, and I was able to do, uh, a couple of deals prior to, um, um, to January, um, going through some RVMs, you know, I kind of jumped off into something and, and realized really quickly that in my area of only 44,000 people, it, RVMs is, it's just not the way to go for me. Um, I could hit all of Tupelo in about a month. And so, you know, um, I kind of backed up and punted a little bit and I found some guys on Facebook um, and um, they had a mentorship and I went through their mentorship and uh, that's really when it kicked off. So I finished their mentorship back in November of last year. Um, and uh, when I started the mentorship, you know, I told them, I was like, guys, I, I really think I'm spinning my wheels here. You know, I was two or three weeks in, they had some homework and they're like, you know, um, look, give us your honest feedback. And I give them my honest feedback. I said, look, guys, you know, I'm spinning my wheels. I'm, I'm not getting anything accomplished. We're going through this process. And they said, 
just hang out with me, just, just go through the process. And, and they did. And so as of January, what I did is I decided because I worked full time, um, I, I just had to hire somebody to cold call. So we, we, you know, I, we have a full-time cold caller. She works eight hours a day, five days a week. Um, she's from the Philippines and she calls all day, every day, you know, and, and, um, and it just continues to bring leads. And so that's, that's kind of how I got started. Um, I've previously, like I said, I'd built a couple of houses for myself. So I knew the construction process. I know I knew something about real estate. Um, and so that's it. Wow. So that there's so much there in that, in that quick couple of minutes, I want to peel back first. Let's not hurt anybody with acronyms. RVM is ringless voicemail, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. And really what you found out, because again, the other thing you said that goes unsaid is you have chosen to focus on where you live, right? In yes, Mississippi. Sir. Uh, and yep. you made the educated, you know, incorrectly, hey, it's 44,000 people. I can, I, can, I can hit all that in a month. So instead of doing RVMs, let's just pay someone. I'm guessing somebody in the Philippines. So you're a virtual assistant, right? Yes, sir. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit. So, you know, lots of people are looking at virtual assistants. What kind of training did you give her? Right? Did you give her a script? Did you say, ask these three questions? What kind of, what, what did that look like? Yeah. So I actually, I was lucky in that process because I've heard some horror stories about that <laughs> and hiring, hiring VAs. My mentors actually had a cold caller already that was not being utilized. Nice. So it, it really benefited me to have those guys on my side and then be able to utilize that cold caller that had already been trained. But yes, they went through that process of training and it took months, you know, yeah. of, of back and forth. And, and as, as a matter of fact, you know, long term, I'm going to potentially, because she's from the Philippines, I've realized that um, down here in the South, we're a little bit country and we've got some slang. Okay. Um, and and what, you, what you find out is, is sometimes some of the people, you know, if someone from overseas is calling, they're just going to immediately hang up. Yeah. So I want to get a, you know, I want to get a girl that's local here that has the country, country draw. And yeah, yeah. I think we'll pick up even more leads because of it. Yeah. That's again. So a couple of things you've mentioned there that others need to pick up. Uh, a, I call it getting referrals from people you trust, right? Your mentors basically gave you a connection. Anytime you can leverage your network, you just shorten the time frame and you reduce your risk and your cost. I mean, people, people try to do everything on their own sometimes and it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, and then again, you're looking at your business and going, it's going to be really cool. I, you know, we've known each other for seven seconds. So, you know, throw this idea away if you want. But one of the one of the things I might try is, um, you know, when you bring on the local girl with the southern draw and all that country stuff, is I'd run them two months side by side in C. Because mm -hmm. my guess is, yeah, you're right. You're going to get more leads from the local. Um, but also my guess is that person's significantly more expensive. Um, sure. But then again, you know, you get two more deals and pay for herself. So, I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the comparison, I guess. Yeah, actually, I, and I, I, run, I, I did run some numbers on it. Um, I think I can pick up, a, uh, pick up somebody here that maybe is a house, uh, you know, a homemaker mm -hmm. uh, that wants to make a little bit extra money. I think I could pay her 10 bucks an hour yeah. and then maybe like a 10% commission fee on anything that we close. Oh, yeah, you're going to uh, crush it. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's what I, I believe that's what I'm going to be able to do. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I think that I, I you know, as I'm, as I'm sort of sharing my silly idea, I'm kind of running the numbers in my head at the same time. I'm like, no, man, he's going to freaking crush it with a local. You get one extra deal, 
it's just paid for. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, all right, forty-four thousand people, and you're and you're just crushing it. So high level, you've done. I think it was fourteen deals. Do I remember that right thus far? Yeah, actually, actually I did fifteen. Uh, one actually just fell through. Okay, um, so fourteen. I, I did, yeah, I did get the earnest money off of that one. So it okay. wasn't a major deal. So in Mississippi, you know, the average income on, I mean, the, the medium uh, house is probably somewhere around a uh, hundred and twenty to one hundred fifty thousand. Sure. Um, so my average deal is anywhere from five to seven thousand. Um, but, um, you know, with, with some larger ones in there, actually, I've got two closing today huh, uh, awesome. I, and I have one closing tomorrow that I'm actually closing on myself. Um, that's a 23 acre land track. Wow. Um, and, and I'll, I'll buy it myself and then turn around and resell it. Dude, you're, you're, you're crushing it. So, uh, I guess there's a couple ways to go. Let's, let's go here first. Um, uh, one of the big things about real estate investing is you have to know your why, right? And, yeah. and I never want to assume right? In your introduction, Sean, you talked about having a wife, four kids, uh, a day job, right? You're a plant manager. Um, what, what, what is your why? Why did you really get into this uh, so earnestly? Yeah, um, there's a couple of things. One, you know, I, I want to be able to provide for, for the kids long term. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that at times what, what happens is the stress from being a production manager at the plant brings me home to um, an attitude that's just not conducive for family. Nice. And, um, and so I want to pull away from that if I can. Um, now I, I do have a longer term goal, so I do still plan on staying there for at least a couple more years yeah. and building that. But, but, um, that's one, um, you know, and, and another one that really drives me and that I've found out, which my why kind of changed a little bit is, the, the way you can help people in this industry. Um, because what I'm finding is there are so many people in distress that have no idea how to get out. They're like a, they're like an ostrich in their head with their head in the sand. They don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm able to come along and say, look, this is what we can do. Here's the opportunities that we can do that we can help you. And in the same time, I might be able to make a couple of bucks. Yeah. No, I think, I think, uh, so again, right. You're just dropping so much knowledge here. I want to make sure we, we, we pull it out out first. You're killing it in your, your wholesaling business, no question. But you just said, I'm going to stay a couple more years because I have a bigger goal. I think that is so awesome because so many people I talk to get one wholesale deal and they quit their job. I'm like, ooh, that's risky. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, yeah. what are you doing? You got four kids back home and you made five grand. What are you, I mean, that, lasts, that lasts like seven days. I mean, what are you doing? So yeah. um, I think that's awesome for people to hear because um, I'm guessing – your income from your day job through May 1st, so four months, is less than what you've made in wholesaling in four months. I'm just guessing. Oh, yeah. Yes, no question, yes. Right? Actually, on, on the land deal alone that I'm closing tomorrow, I'll make what I've made all year at my day job. So, again, remember, people, what he's saying. He is staying in his day job because he has bigger goals, even though he has, at least on paper, replaced his income. Right? That's so awesome to hear. Um, the other thing that's important is you went out and got educated. You know, you found some mentors that were, that would help you, you want to give them a shout out. I mean, clearly it's working. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, Adam, um, Johnson and Brent Marino. Uh, they, they run the real estate roundup. Um, uh, they're great guys. You know, I talk to them just about every day. I that's mean, awesome. it's, you know, so awesome, awesome group. They give some great free advice, you know, all the time on their, on their, Facebook page. So 
So I, I would certainly love to give them a shout out. Very, very cool. So uh, do you remember your first wholesale deal after the training? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. After the training, the first wholesale deal. And it's a, uh, it's kind of a mess. Uh, <laughs> they always are. <laughs> what, what ended up happening with that was um, uh, this house, the, the, the gentleman went through a foreclosure okay. and um, um, he had a property behind the property that went into foreclosure. And it, it was, it's a long deal, but what ended up happening was um, he, he was getting a VA loan. He couldn't, he couldn't get that loan processed uh, if the, if it had the rental property on the back side of it. So they were mm. supposed to section off that side of the property. Um, and um, so he bought that property outright from an individual. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, so we, we got that one under contract. We tried to get his foreclosure uh, under contract or get it into a short sale. Couldn't get that done. It was too, you know, he owed, it was way too much money, no equity whatsoever. <clears throat> and, um, and so, uh, but that house ended up being landlocked. Ah. So there was no easement. And, um, and so ended up finding a buyer that was actually okay with not having an easement. Um, and, and he decided to, to buy the property. It, it was actually a longer process to try to sell just because it didn't have an easement, but sure. it ended up, uh, ended up turning out. Okay. Yeah. And you put a couple of dollars in your pocket and you're like, wow, this stuff works. Let me do it again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's awesome. The other thing I wrote down again, I take notes when I look to the side, it's because I'm taking notes. The other thing I noted down is your why change. And I think that is, that is true of everybody I know who's had some success right? Your why coming in, especially for wholesaling, for the most part is money driven, right? It's the fastest path to money. You can, you can control property for days and exit in days, right? People see the flash, the sizzle, but everybody I know that's had any lick of success when they get into it, they see the bigger picture and, and you hit it on the head is you get to help people that are in trouble. And yeah. when you see someone who's in trouble and you've done your process, put a couple of bucks in your pocket, okay, but when you see their relief and they, they thank you most of the time, it's like, Oh my God, yeah. thank you for getting rid. That's, that's just a feeling that, you know, for most of us money can't replace. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you also, you get to save, um, save properties. I, there was one actually that I'm, I should be closing in a couple of weeks um, where the, the family, uh, it was the father and mother's house. They had passed away the house set vacant for three or four years. It's yeah. going downhill in a hurry. The daughter is so emotional about the property that she can't even go there, you oh, know? Wow. And, um, and so when I had the opportunity to talk to him, I told him, I said, look, I said, um, once we, once we get this transaction done, this house is going to get fixed back up and put into its glory days. And then you yeah. guys can come by and see it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that's another great thing that you get to see with this, with this business. That's awesome. So I, I got to ask, man, you, so you've already shared that you're going to, you're going to stay in your day job for a couple of years, which again, I, I applaud. I think that's a huge idea. Keep stashing cash, all of that stuff to make sure you, you de-risk it, right? You got a wife, four kids, all that stuff. Very, very smart. Nice work, Sean. But I am curious when you, have you sort of sat down and go, where do I take this thing in three to five years? For example, do you just stay in your, your town, which cl clearly works? Do you grow? Right. What is, what is, you know, what is two years down the line look like for you? Yeah. So, um, within the, the next year, I'm going to move to the surrounding counties, mm -hmm. but I'm going to stay local. And, um, um, I'm actually closing or hopefully closing in the next few weeks on my first two rental properties. Oh, good for um, you. so I'm going to, my plan long-term 
in the next two to five years is going to be a buy and hold guy myself with with wholesaling in between um, because the because the cat you can generate cash fairly quickly um, and I, I'm going to use that as the the driver for my my long term buy and holds um, <clears throat> just generating that cash and then um, you know but I'm going to stay local I I, I don't I don't have to be huge. My long-term goal is to have about $10,000 in residual cash coming in every month. Yeah. And then I'm good. Yeah. You know? I'm good. I love that. <laughs> Dude, you are, you are wise beyond your years uh, for a couple of part, a couple of points just in that outline. First and foremost, um, you've already realized that wholesaling is active income, right? If you stop marketing, you stop earning. Um, yeah. You know, so, uh, having an idea of closing on your rentals and building that up over time, that's game changing, right? Most people don't see that for years and you're seeing that in months. So congratulations. The other thing is there is nothing wrong with staying local. Absolutely yeah. not. I talk to so many people that are successful in their town. And then for whatever reason, it's, it's the ego, it's the glitz and glamor of social media, whatever it is, they try to virtually wholesale in another market and it freaking crushes them. Right. Yeah. Look yourself in the mirror. If you're doing okay, put check the ego side. Spend time with your family. Right? Help people. It's okay to stay small. There's nothing wrong yeah. with it, people. Absolutely. And the stress level is a whole lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need all that overhead, people. Come on. That's right. That's Come right. Oh, that's crazy. Man, um, <laughs> I, I, I guess, you know, what else, what else should we tell people just starting out? Pretend like it's you in October, meaning you haven't yet started, you don't have any deals, you're in YouTube University. What are some of the things that you would recommend uh, if it's still fresh in your mind? Yeah, um, I would say the first, the first thing that you do is actually realize um, no matter who you are or what experience level you have, all of that means nothing. It's up here in your ability to believe in yourself to know that you can do it. And you gotta believe in yourself first. And if you do that, you can succeed in anything you do, whether it be real estate or a nine to five job or starting any other business, you believe in yourself first. Oh, I love that mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's a, and, and again, you've, I tell people, you always got to look, check your mindset, right? You may have the mindset, right? When you start, you have a couple of weeks with dry spells and people are hanging up on you and yelling at you and all that stuff you got to, you got to recharge that mindset. You got to have your network, right? You talk to you, you said you talk to your mentors almost every day. You got to get that positive energy, that positive juice to keep you going because negative self-talk destroys most people. So yeah. find a way to stay positive and keep moving forward. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. That's really, in all honesty, you're not going to succeed if you don't. Oh yeah. You'll, yeah, you'll start out high. It'll be like a sugar high. And then what happens after a sugar high? Crash. That's right. Right. <laughs> Man, this, is, this has been so much fun. Any other, any other words of wisdom? You're, you're just, you're, I could talk to you forever. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would say if I told anybody anything about this business, care about people, not yeah. about money. Oh, I love that. I'm, I think that's going to be the title of your video. Care about people not money. I just wanted to write that down because that was awesome. Yeah. So real quick, I always close with letting the speaker or the interviewee uh, sort of, uh, you know, how can people get a hold of you? What are you looking for? What would you, you know, if people want to reach out, ask questions, how, do, how can they follow you? I mean, you're just, you're just crushing it. So, uh, you know, how can they follow your company? I see it on your hat. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Bearded Property Investors. Um, we also have a, uh, 
Instagram that I'm active on, which is bearded. Um, I guess it's lower dash or whatever you call it. Investors. Underscore. Yeah. Okay. Underscore. There you go. Bearded underscore investors. Um, you can check me out there. And, and, you know, I, I try to do like a tip of the day where I tell guys, okay, this is where you go pull lists or, you know, this is how you communicate with a seller. Um, anything like that, just a quick 60 second video of, of something, you know, that you can do to actively become a wholesaler. So bearded underscore investors with an S. Yes, sir. I'm going to be following you in about 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Well, Sean, this has been so much fun for me. Thank you for taking a little bit of your lunchtime to share with us. Uh, I think this is going to very quickly become one of the most popular videos. It will be available tomorrow at 6 a.m. And I will tag you when it goes out. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. All righty, man. Take care of yourself. Keep crushing it. Take care. All right. Thanks. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. Bye.